Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, do you feel defeated by clutter? Today, we're going to talk about three easy steps to tame your stuff, all your stuff, right? We all have a ton of things. We know that clutter can cause us to feel more stressed and more anxious. You might not have known that, but it is a proven fact that clutter can make you feel more stressed and more anxious, especially as women, it is shown that it can affect us and make us feel defeated, depressed demotivated, discouraged, and just down, just negative. Oh, I know that it definitely makes me feel overwhelmed and just down, definitely demotivated when I have clutter all over my house. Now I'm wondering if you feel discouraged by all your stuff. Have you been in that boat too? You try to stay on top of it, but it seems like a never ending uphill climb. There's always stuff everywhere. There's things, there's laundry, there's dishes, there's stuff on the floor, there's things on all the surfaces of your house, right? What if you woke up every morning and you felt on top of your day? You felt that your kitchen was finally clean. You could come downstairs and enjoy your kitchen rather than just being overwhelmed by it and wanting to go back to bed. What if you were able to feel less overwhelmed and be able to enjoy your home and your family? I want to help you, friend. So come on over to my website. It's www.byrdmichelle.com and grab a free five-minute discovery call with me. I would love to work with you. You can see if working together works for you, but I can help you. Take a deep breath and not feel so discouraged about all the things. I'm amazed at just how much more at peace I feel after thinking I don't have to wake up and wake up to a messy kitchen and a crazy house. And just, I feel like when you start from there in the morning, you start from a negative space. It's hard to get going. It's hard to be motivated. 
it's just hard to continue your day. So I want to help you. Now, if you want to grab a discovery call, that would be great. You can also feel free to grab. I have a productivity planner on my website that has lots of extra tools for time management and those kind of things. Feel free to grab that as well. That's totally free. Just my gift for you. So grab those things and let me know if you need a hand or you want some help. As I said, it's at bird, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. Let's connect. All right. So jumping back in to talking about clutter and just feeling kind of defeated about it. I know when I look around my house and I see stuff everywhere, especially laundry, it just kind of makes me feel down and kind of defeated. So how do we stop feeling defeated by clutter? Well, today we're going to talk about three easy steps to taming your stuff. So grab out a notebook and a pen, or as I've mentioned before, I love using my notes app on my phone. You're definitely going to be wanting to take some notes today. Clutter and decluttering is a huge topic and there's lots of information about it. Lots of really good tips and tricks to help yourself be motivated to take care of it and different ways to go about doing that depending on what works best for you. Now, Think of decluttering as kind of like a muscle. So decluttering is kind of like you're building that muscle. So in the first step, we want to build that decluttering muscle. In the second step, we want to flex our decluttering muscle. And in the third step, we want to continue using and strengthening our decluttering muscle. So that's just kind of where we're going. So you get a little bit of a roadmap for how we're going down here. So number one in building our decluttering muscle, you want to start off small. So don't kind of Maria Kondo, Maria Kondo, her style of just taking everything out. Don't do that. Don't. Even if that brings you joy and half the stuff brings you joy, right? Don't go for the hardest spots in your house, like the kitchen or the garage or your master bedroom or your closet, places where you would have a lot of stuff and also where it's hard to make decisions about things. Number one, when you're building your decluttering muscle, you don't want to start huge because it can overwhelm you and then you can just feel defeated. So start really small. Start with a drawer or maybe a hall closet or maybe just a toy box or just a little space. So maybe a cabinet, maybe just your bookshelf, maybe your living room. So just with a really small space so that you can have an easy win and then feel a little bit of momentum that will carry you forward. Because as we said, decluttering is like a muscle. So you don't want to go and just bench press 300 pounds when you may not be used to that. You'll be just sore and unhappy and it will not go well. Think of decluttering as a muscle. You want to use it a little bit at a time. So you're building it up. You're building up the ability to make decisions about things. You're building up the ability to let go of things. You're building up the thought process of, do I need this? Can I let this go? That kind of thing. So it's really important to start small. Now, when you declutter, this is kind of a 
a little aside, let's say, but when you declutter, you want to first be prepped. So your preparation for when you declutter would be to have four boxes. Now, if you're going through a smaller space, maybe they're like four bins or four bags or something like that, or whatever you would like, but you have four of them. One of them is for recycling. One of them is for trash. One of them is for things that don't belong in that place that they are. So these are things that need to go back to their original home. Maybe they got stuck there for some reason, right? We all know how this works. A kid's using something and then it gets shoved in a drawer or your husband moves something or whatever. So these are things that need to go back to their original home. And number four, the fourth box is a giveaway box. So this one, you can either, we have a spot in our garage where we have up on the shelf a bunch of giveaway boxes so anything we have to give away goes straight in there and I just know those are giveaway boxes there's about four of them and we just toss things in there and then when we give it away we sort it and that kind of thing or if you don't have a lot of extra room you can always have a box fill it up and stick it in the car and then take it to the Goodwill now, one extra, extra bonus idea is don't put that box when you're going to take it somewhere. Don't put your things you're going to take like errands and stuff in the trunk. Put it in your front seat so you see it because oftentimes we forget that it's there and then it lives in our car for a month, right? And then you drive around, drive around thinking, oh yeah, I have to go drop this off. Whereas if you put it in the front seat, you will see it. Or maybe you put it in the front seat, but on the floor, and you're able to look at it all the time and say, oh yeah, I've got to drop this stuff off at Goodwill. Let me run by there. I'll take five minutes. So when you're decluttering, number one, you want to kind of have prep, prep yourself. So have four boxes that we talked about. And number two, you want to reward yourself for decluttering, especially when you don't feel like it. So Sometimes you may declutter and you just don't feel like doing it, but you're like, oh, that drawer is overflowing and I can no longer close it. And there's just stuff in there that doesn't need to be there. And it just is annoying me every time I walk by it. Right. We all have that spot. We all have that drawer. So reward yourself for decluttering it. Take a deep breath and relax in your new clean space. Now, if it's a drawer, you obviously can't relax in it, but if it's your living room, maybe you just picked up all the stuff off the floor and you were able to relax and take a deep breath while you're sitting in your living room. Number two, admire your space when you pass by. This especially is adequate if it's a drawer. Open it every time you pass it. Look in it after you've decluttered it and be like, oh, doesn't this look so pretty? And then close it and share your win with another friend. Maybe take before and after pictures. I know those are really fun because then it shows that you actually did something versus you're looking at it and you're like, I don't know what I did. Now it looks somewhat better. So if you take a picture of it beforehand and then you take a picture of it after, you will notice the difference and it will motivate you to do more. All right, that's just some bonus tips on cluttering. So, how do we stop feeling defeated by clutter? We want to build that decluttering muscle, that first step. So we're starting off small. We're doing just a little, starting with a drawer or a closet or something that like that where we have an easy win. That's the first thing. Number two is we talk about 
flexing our decluttering muscle. Now it's time to tackle something harder, like maybe you do the kitchen or the garage or something where you have to make more decisions, more decisions about more things. So this one is when you've kind of worked that decluttering muscle, you've started making decisions about things, you're getting better, feeling more comfortable with it, you've got the boxes out and you're throwing things in, recycling, giveaway, trash, and go somewhere else. You've got it all down. Now you're ready to kind of flex your decluttering muscles and work on something that's a little bit bigger. Make sure that you build up to this or you will lose energy and feel defeated. Kind of what we were talking about before, that you don't wanna just bench press 300 pounds. You wanna get up to that weight. So we're working on getting up to those bigger spaces in our house. Now, don't forget when you are decluttering to build in five to 10 minutes to clean up after you declutter. So you're putting those boxes away, you're returning stuff to its place. So that's taking each box, the trash box, and dumping it in the trash. Taking that recycle box and dumping those recycling things out. Taking the box of things to give away and putting it either up high in your garage or maybe you're putting it in the front seat of your car. But taking those things where they need to go instead of just leaving them there after you've decluttered because then that defeats the whole purpose because they just go back into the closet or whatever they came from, right? So make sure you build in five to 10 minutes to clean up your space and put things back where they need to go. So we have worked that decluttering muscle. We've built it up a little bit. We've flexed it and kind of gotten a bigger space that we're doing. So now what do we do? Number three is to continue using and strengthening your decluttering muscle. This comes into hand when we were talking about before, if you are decluttering and you really don't want to, (laughs) how to kind of reward yourself. So pull that information and put it back in here where you're thinking about, okay, I need to continue using and strengthening my decluttering muscle. So just like any muscle, your decluttering muscle needs to be used and exercised on a regular basis, even when you don't feel like it. So map out a time that would be easy to declutter. So plan a time in your week to declutter and declutter like a small space. So maybe set a timer for 30 minutes or pick just a small space to do. Now, in decluttering, it gets easier as you go. It gets easier as you make decisions. It gets easier to give stuff away. It gets easier to know where things go. And I have to say, you will think twice about bringing in new things into your home, whether they be gifts or purchases or impulse buys, you will think twice. If you're used to decluttering on a regular basis, you know how much stuff you have and you kind of know, oh, okay, I already have these things. I don't need another one of that. Or that's like what I just gave away. So there's no way I'm going to use it. So just think about those things. And as I said, it will just come naturally as you declutter more often. I know for us, I had to really think twice about things that we bought on vacation. I bought a sweatshirt and I thought, do I really need this sweatshirt? I would really like one, but 
I have a lot of sweatshirts anyway. Am I gonna get rid of one of my sweatshirts? Have I gotten rid of some? Will I wear this one? For some of our other kiddos, we had to think like, okay, are you gonna use this? Are you gonna wear it? That kind of thing. So it really was, or big items, little items, you know. My daughter loves water bottle stickers and she has gotten me into it. So we got a bunch of like really cute Yellowstone stickers that can go on your water bottle and they're really great and they're not that big. And the worst is that they're stickers and they go on something else, right? But that is a lovely thing that's not very big versus my son got a sword. It's a wooden sword, so it kind of works, but he loves it and he carries it around, almost sleeps with it. So it's a little bit bigger, but it's something else that we loved. So you just kind of think about if you're going to use these things, if these things are going to find a home in your house. I really hope that helps just to think twice about decluttering and to think about decluttering as a muscle that you're building your decluttering muscles that's the first step that you're not trying to do a huge amount it's just a small step of getting rid of things and making decisions and once you're better at that then you're kind of flexing your decluttering muscle and going for a bigger space and doing that and after that you're just maintaining and strengthening your decluttering muscle by constantly doing that decluttering. So build it into your planner. I know I love to declutter on the weekends. I like to listen to a podcast and maybe go in our bathroom and clean out all underneath. I cleaned out our laundry room one time and that was great because I could give a lot of stuff away. I figure out sheets that we weren't using anymore or didn't need. So just take a minute to kind of declutter, pick a good time that works for you. I know I also love decluttering in the kitchen when my family is like watching a sports game or watching a nature show or something like that. I'm still with everybody and hanging out, but I'm decluttering a drawer or something and it just gives me extra motivation. And I'm so motivated now to get rid of stuff because I don't have to manage it. I really love getting rid of stuff, I have to say, because there's so much as a mom that you have to manage and keep track of. And you just have to, these little things like trinkety things, for example, that they get from birthday parties, right? You find it somewhere in the house and you have to remember that it goes into this toy bin and your kid hardly plays with it, but sometimes they do. And then it comes out and you have to figure out where it goes and all the pieces to it and all kinds of things like that. So it's just really important to give away as much as you can so that you don't have to manage it, that you don't have to keep track of it. You don't have to store it. You don't have to pick it up and you don't have to find a home for it. So a lot of things you'll find is just not worth it. So the more you can just get rid of, the better you will feel. You'll feel just a little bit lighter from getting rid of stuff and it will become easy. So don't feel defeated by clutter. As we talked about the three different ways to tame your stuff, and work that decluttering muscle.
it really does, as I said, get easier to declutter as that muscle gets worked more and as you build it up. You'll find that you have more peace and you just don't have as much stuff to visually look at and keep track of and take care of. It is my hope for you that you would feel lighter, be able to work that decluttering muscle and just feel better as you make more decisions and contain your stuff. I pray this blesses you and I just hope that you would be able to give away more and live a little more freely. As always, come on over to our home management for working moms organization and time management. It's our Facebook group, and I would love to connect with you over there. Come tell me what kind of things you are decluttering or what things you're having a hard time decluttering, and we'd love to help you out. And I hope that you go and have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode.